It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So now Posey ranges some intangibles that those projections failed to take into consideration. The crowd was going crazy. There's not much in life that's better than that. You're listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with Mark Willard and Joe Shasky on the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. All right, what's going on, everyone? It is the next episode of Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys. It's episode 20, and we're going to do mailbag questions, um, but we're going to do that uh, in uh, in a handful of minutes, a little bit later on in the episode, uh, because we're not going to beat around the bush. I don't know about you, Joe. I went and got my old. You can see it's a little dirty. I went and got my old one because, uh, like Coldplay said, man, it's time to go back to the start. Like this is this is a hot mess. There is building massive, justified frustration, and uh, and we need to speak about it. I I, I don't. I don't really know, like, you can go defense, you can go pitching, you can go hitting, whatever. I I know what makes me the most upset is that they look like a Little League baseball team Mm -hmm. right now when they're Mm -hmm. on defense. Um, You can talk to me about a hitting slump. You can talk to me about pitching, analytics, different things going on. They throw the ball around the field like a little league team. I think it disrupts inside the, the, the clubhouse chemistry. I think it kills the vibe for fans. Um, and, and quite, I, I know this won't be very satisfying. I don't know what the hell you do about it. I, I do you don't do about bad defense. How do you fix I, this? I don't know. I mean, look, to go back to Friday night, they're, they're pitching a gem. They can't even toss the ball from belt to Doval covering first base in a zero, zero game. I think the whole entire series Flips right then and there. You know what I mean? Like simple little plays. I don't expect them to play perfect. They look so bad. And Timmy Anderson today is running around the bases late in that game. Just like I'm going to make something happen like he's in uh, eight under uh, baseball game. And the Giants are just throwing it around. He ends up staying on third. They get the guy at second. Boom. Guy hits a chopper on the very next play. He scores. He's laughing coming into the dugout because he knows their defense is horrific right now. Guys are out of position, but also they've just got a whole entire lineup of subpar defensive players. I don't know what the answer is, Mark. I I'm really gonna, don't. I'm, I'm going to ask you a pointed question here um, because I, I think we hear from fans and listeners sort of equally across the board. Um, say hello to Penny, um, hey, Penny, right? Because the Giants are playing like dog bleep. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think we hear equal parts across the board that this is on Farhan, 
This is on Gabe. This is on the players. Which is it to you? Man, I think this is a really tough one. I can make an argument that roster construction is part in why they're where they're at right now. You know, they were banking on, you know, for example, they, they're banking on Jock Peterson to, to, to play against certain people. And, and he's not the greatest defensive player, right? We understand that. But what has happened out of necessity is he needs to be an everyday player. So I'm going to take a step back defensively, but here's a guy off the bench who I expect to be one of my premier defenders, Austin Slater. How many bad plays has Austin Slater made defensively this year? Okay. My, Mike not only has the bat been non-existent in June, which I think he batted like 168 or 170, defensively it feels like he's a step off. Now he made a beautiful play the other night, but it's all the little plays where he's a little too deep. The ball shallow drops right in front of him. He's a little too shallow, ball hit over his head. They're just a step slow everywhere. And then the guy at shortstop, like, I don't know what you do here. Mark, I really don't know what you do with the shortstop position right now. With Crawford not there, they are so bad up the middle defensively. We know. Catcher, short, center. You want to be strong up the middle. They're weak at all three. Look, uh, nobody's innocent when it comes to this. Um, I get triggered, too, by Donovan Walton. Uh, if you're going to hit 170 and and play up the middle of the infield, yeah. uh, I actually can wrap my head around it if you can give me glove work. Uh, but if you can't even execute a throw from shortstop to the second mm-hmm. baseman without hucking into right field and ruining a game in the third inning, I, I, don't, I, like, I don't know. There's got to be a different option. Um, they, they've made a hundred trades with the Mariners this year. Hell, make another one. Find yeah. someone else to play shortstop until Brandon Crawford gets back, uh, because this is just getting beyond uncomfortable. So there's no one innocent. We know that Farhan Zadi, um, you, 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 you have a certain plan. You know that I'm a backer of this plan. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabe Kapler's also executing the plan. Um, however, when you do it this way, you leave yourself open to criticism when the team plays like this. They've still won more games than they've lost, and last year still looms, but you leave yourself open to criticism so no one's innocent. But in my eyes, Joe, like enemy number one, even though you're going to yell about Farhan and Gabe all you want, but this is on the players. Oh, Because when when I'm watching this baseball team play, uh, you can say, oh, they don't have enough exciting players, or Mm -hmm. oh, they're in a slump. Or, or, or there's this stat or there's that stat and Gabe's pulling the wrong trigger with a reliever and all. That's normal baseball stuff. What I see that's abnormal is ball players who right now at times don't look like they're major league players. If, 100%. You, if you can't hit cutoff men, if you can't throw the ball from second base to first base, if you can't throw the ball from shortstop to second base, how am I supposed to get on a general manager yeah. When y'all look like that out there, and we're going to hear from Gabe in just a second because he said something real interesting before and after the game mm-hmm. um, and before and after the homestand with regard to the Giants' focus and where their energy is mm-hmm. right now. But for me, there's just too many innings and too many plays where they don't look like big leaguers. So for me, point one is the players. This is on them. Yeah, I think you're I think you're on to something. Individually, they just got to play better. There's no doubt about it. But – the other part of this is I think people are expecting Farhan and Kapler to account for injuries that hadn't even happened. Like who would have predicted that Brandon Crawford would finally go down and they'd be screwed at shortstop. I mean, you look, if I told you Tatis is going to be out, you know, multiple months, the Padres defense is taking a hit Francisco Lindor with the Mets. Their defense is going to take a hit. If he's out, we saw the drop off uh, in New York when Jeter ended up retiring, but it's not just that for me. 
there's more to this. I, Kai Correa and Ron Wotus, I know they worked on the infield last year, and that's Wotus's baby was infield defensive play. Maybe him not being there, maybe, maybe there's an effect there. But I agree. Make a play. Like, individually, have some pride defensively. How does that – how is it on Gabe Kapler when Austin Slater's ailmailing the cutoff throw? I don't understand how I can blame him when, when Duvall can't cover first properly. I also feel like there's another word bouncing around in my head right now, and it, and it goes to the players more than you might realize, and the word is leadership. So mm-hmm. with Buster Posey gone, uh, we knew that this team was going to have a, a, a job opening, and that mm-hmm. job opening was for team leader. Uh, Brandon Belt seemed to tongue-in-cheek take that job by putting a captain's hat on and having a whole lot of fun with it. The problem with that kind of an approach is that only works – if you're hitting and if you're playing and Brandon has either not been playing or not been hitting this year, last year, he was amazing when he played yeah. amazing, but this year it's not working. And so when he's in the doldrums and his face is drooping and Brandon Crawford is hurt and, and a quiet guy anyway, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and you see Gabe Kapler come out and say, I don't like where our energy is. That's when I start going, okay, Who's leading this team? And you have no everyday players out there who can take that role. Jock Peterson's the closest, and he's just out there doing this to I know. fans. And, and, and the biggest story around him is fantasy football this year. Yeah. So it's yeah. real hard to have that kind of credibility when that's, that's who you are. I think the Giants are missing something in the on-field leadership yeah. department right now. That's just such a great point. Now, Buster had highs and lows, right? People forget, like, he did struggle at the plate in second halves for a long time. Like, that was kind of traditionally his thing. Legs get shot, you know, he, he needed rest. Brandon right now, Brandon Belt, that is, when he's slumping, I think it's hard for him to be that personality lifter and continue to do what he's doing. He batted, like, 165 in June. He is in a deep abyss right now at the plate. It's not just him. The other guy who I thought was a leader on this team after the first couple months, Mikey Yaz. Mikey Yaz has fallen off the cliff. And not only has his bat just evaporated defensively, and again, he made a really nice play the other night defensively. He has misplayed so many balls out there where I'm like, what angle are you taking? On this, I like. I feel like when you get in a slump and you're trying to do too much, the big errors happen. And outfield play, that's happened left and right for them this year. And it started with Mikey Ass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, let's hear from Gabe. So essentially before the game, he said, look, we're starting to have some questions about where this team is focusing his energy. I can't believe this. And, and just to sort of let, for those who have not seen the, the article, the comments from John Shea, um, to sort of encapsulate what Gabe was talking about, he wasn't saying like, you know, guys are out partying too late. He sort of struck a chord of uh, guys are falling into a negative mindset way too quick okay uh focusing on things they can't control you're upset about a call from the umpire you're upset about the field conditions in other words things go bad you start complaining right or pitchers potentially complaining about 
I got to get four outs every inning mm-hmm. because they can't catch the ball behind me. That's how clubhouses can spiral out of yeah. control. And so this is a really dangerous topic. And as soon as he said it before the game, they go out and lose 13 to four and their catcher is pitching by the end of the game. That said, he was asked after the game, did you feel better energy from your team? Here's what he said. These are kind of ongoing things. They're not like a light switch, right? And so we're we're working through it. This is a group that as individuals and collectively have experienced adversity before. This is not new. It's a challenge that I think we all take very seriously, but we're just not going to get bent out of shape and get super low because we have all individually and collectively experienced adversity before. This is part of baseball. It's what happens in a major league season. Sometimes everything goes really, really well for long stretches of time, and sometimes you play shitty baseball for a long stretch of time, which has happened here. But it's not its not breaking us. It's just part of the game. I, and I know where fans are going to be on this. It's an interesting uh, soundbite. Um, and um, I know that some are going to say, you know, that you don't want a measured approach. Um, the old classic manager throwing set, right? Like walk in and hop Flip the spread. off the wall. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I don't think on a veteran team that works. So that won't land well with people until it starts to turn around. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I believe that that kind of a measured voice that Gabe Kapler has, I think is going to serve them well here. I, I, well, I, I really do. You know, the, the only – I hate to dice up his words in the post game, but, like, when he says, hey, you know, everybody's faced adversity. And, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Of course he's got – to get to this point, you've had to have faced adversity. But the reality is, you know, Donnie Walton ain't getting it done. You know what I mean? Like, those kind of guys. Darren Ruff was in the Japan League for, for a reason, right? Last year might have been the outlier. He's batting, like, 220 this year, although he had a nice at-bat late in the game. Like – He's been really bad, really weak, and come back down to earth. Longo has been trending down for quite some time, though he had a great week this week. You know, so there's a lot of guys on this roster that I look at. I'm like, actually, there's a lot of guys that, yeah, they've overcome adversity to get to this point, but they're not even supposed to be at this point in the bigs because Darren Ruff, 35-year-old, doesn't have a miraculous season in normal baseball years like he did last year, and now it feels like he's coming back down to earth. And I'm just – plucking him out of the out of the crew like who's a proven commodity when you look at that baseball like even Lamont Wade we we're all excited he's back he hits the, the the home run yesterday to start the game he's not even in the lineup today right. and, and it's not it's not like they're facing a lefty they face a righty so I don't know I just well, I kind of just throwing my hands up at this I, point I, I guess he tweaked something in the game last night they didn't was that what it was, it was? Big, yeah they didn't see it they didn't think it was a big deal but they gave him a day off Uh, because of that and that's kind of the thing that happened last year so nicely that hasn't happened this year we were talking about the depth of the team that you know think back to last year there were up the middle injuries and they went boop tyro estrada and you're like whoa what's going and there were injuries in the outfield and then boom you got lamont wade longo gets hurt what wilmer flores plays a really Mm -hmm. solid third base Mm -hmm. for six weeks this year, every single oh. little injury that's happening, you try to throw a minor league Mariner in there and it's not working. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't know if the depth play this year just didn't work or if some of those magical performances last year are, are, are just not repeatable. I would imagine it's a combination. Outliers. Of yeah, and, and like the other element that we we can talk to or blue in the face about, like how are players feeling? Logan Webb yesterday, 
gives up three runs, pitches a full six innings. I thought it was a good outing. You know what I mean? I'm looking back, watching, and I'm saying to myself, that must be really tough to know you have no shot of winning that game and you gave up three runs through six. And in modern baseball, that's a great start. I know people don't want to hear that, but that's go around the bigs. No one's throwing into the eighth and ninth inning anymore. Well, especially when two of the three runs came on a misplayed ball in left field by Jock Peterson. I mean, at a certain point, this is going to rip your heart out of the pitching (laughs) staff. You're so true. Right? It doesn't doesn't come out as an error on paper, but it's like – it, it shouldn't have gone that way. So to me, we start and, and, and finish this conversation uh, about defense, uh, even yeah. though most people are going to talk about hitting and pitching. All right, one more from Gabe because he was asked, uh, do the players need to have a, uh, a Gabe Kapler-free meeting here to sort of hash this out? Here's what he said. I've had several meetings with players and groups of players and staff over the last couple of days. I think the players are meeting amongst themselves. I don't think there's anything specific that needs to be done because those conversations are happening. They're ongoing. Okay. So he sort of says, look, it is going to happen. It doesn't necessarily need to happen. Um, I'm at least happy that the Giants are uh, Gabe Kapler, even in a measured way is saying, look, the time for urgency is right now because the good news is is it hasn't gotten away from them yet mm-hmm. right like they look yeah. awful they still mm-hmm. have a winning record and the wild card is still right there absolutely yeah, but 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 the change has to come now yeah and i don't know what that change looks like i mean obviously you want players to play better i just think they need a spark mark they look lifeless right now like yep. they need one of their guys to step up and give them a spark and i don't know how they're going to get that right now i watched them go up. the white Sox are one of the most disappointing teams in baseball right they just you just look at the what they've done this year and all the drama with larusa and most people who are you know pontificating on the game go hey the white Sox should be much much better they just came in and pounded the giants yeah. to me that was their get-right series. Maybe they could turn this thing around if you're the White Sox. And I'm on the Giants. I'm saying, where's that get-right series for them? How are they going to turn this thing around? They got out-pitched, out-hit, out-ran, and out-defended all weekend. Reds, Tigers, White Sox, and they won two games. It's brutal. Bad. It's absolutely brutal. There's no way around it. Uh, we're glad you're with us.